Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a Tuesday edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down Tuesday's seven-game NBA DFS slate. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins sucks. No, he doesn't suck, but he did not get there, and it was hurtful. Uh, Rimpak, how was your night? Yeah, it was disappointing. DeMarcus Cousins uh, didn't pay that pay off that price tag. Obviously, tough to ever predict Jared Allen and Andre Drummond starting together really boosted Drummond's uh, value later on the slate. It was a slate that we had to late swap every 30 minutes, it felt like. Obviously, the night news of no true holiday really affected uh, the some value Low on value definitely opened up there. And uh, we shall see if it's a true late-night hammer tonight without no AD. So talk to me for a second. I was doing the late slate show with Chris Spaggs tonight, and uh, I thought that Drummond would possibly be hurt by Jared Allen. So I'm curious as to why you you boosted his rates. I mean, I guess we probably have a small amount of sample size with them alongside each other, but talk to me through that process. Uh, it was not really boosting his rates. I believe I believe that uh, Drummond could have got extra, a few extra minutes. Even three, four extra minutes of Drummond uh, is pretty valuable, especially I like Drummond. We like Drummond going into the matchup because of his price tag on both sides. I think Drummond was in a fine, fine spot again, and I think uh, maybe projections around low 40s. Maybe this bumped him up to mid to high 40s, potentially. We'll see where he ends up. He was, I believe, in the low 30s uh, that I last checked. But it doesn't matter. It's Jonas Valanciunas versus Toronto, who is destroying the center position across the whole site. Yeah, I was super excited because Jakobotl, I had like 15% of him over on FanDuel, and I got him right for the first time in my life, and it doesn't matter. So that's very hurtful. Let's get on going to Tuesday, shall we? Let's do it. Let's party. Sitting at the top end of point guard. Before we get there, oh, excuse me, uh, halt. Uh, make sure you get down to that bottom bar. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo goes live. Top end of point guard. Let's party. DraftKings, we've got uh, nice little James Harden, 10,900 for Brooklyn. Kevin Durant is going to continue to be out here because uh, the NBA hates him or COVID hates him or both. He's already had the thing, but you can still pass it on, I think. I, I'm not even positive. I just know that Kevin Durant's going to be out. That's the important part for our purposes. I hope Kevin Durant's fine. Uh, James Harden, 10,900 is going to be a very, very popular play on this slate. 
Uh, Steph Curry, 10,400 against San Antonio. Had a great first half here. I'm not sure how he's going to finish up at. Uh, I didn't see his second half. But uh, but 37 minutes and 73 fantasy points against Dallas uh, two games ago, it would have been now. Uh, he'll be on the second end of a back-to-back. We'll see how uh, everything shakes out in terms of resting, but I, I bet he's good to go. Damian Lillard, 10,000, making his return after, a, after I believe, a one-game absence? Or did he return last game? Yeah, he would have returned last game against New York, 56.5. So those are your three options over 10K. Who's your favorite of them? And we'll work our way down. Yeah, Harden's going to be phenomenal versus a cake. Uh, very subpar Detroit team. Uh, Detroit uh, team just went through a trade. They got Dennis Smith, who won't be playing, but that's something that we will be discussing later in the week. Dame Lillard, 10K on his own yet again versus Orlando. I think we need to look at Dame uh, yet uh, once again. Kyrie Irving versus Detroit, 9,300. I think he's in a fine spot. It would be nice to potentially save some money and choose Kyrie over those uh, couple studs there. I think uh, the savings off of Kyrie from Curry, Lillard, and Harden does make some sense. Obviously, this is our first time looking at pricing. Uh, we'll see if the savings are going to be necessary to pay up elsewhere. Curry, Lillard, Kyrie over there on FanDuel. I think Kyrie is $9,500, yet yet again, the cheapest card over there. Ben Simmons now $9,100 versus the Sacramento team. Sacramento, I believe, is now ninth in the West. They've been rattling off some wins. I like Ben Simmons because of the Sacramento matchup. I know we haven't seen him in the 9K price range, but Ben Simmons can, I think, uh, put up a nice performance against Sacramento. De'Aaron Fox on the other side of things, $8,600. That's kind of expensive for De'Aaron Fox for me now, but has been pretty solid of late. And I think uh, put up north of 50 fantasy points last time out. I think he, he, he can be considered. I think it'll be definitely unique, $8,800 over there on DK. I'm not too excited, but uh, I think in some in terms of some value that you'd be considering tomorrow, I think people are going to go back to DeJounte Murray yet again uh, off a 50-point fantasy game. I think uh, maybe we jump off of that train because I don't think he'll keep up that efficiency. And uh, I think John Wall on both sides, $7,700, $7,300. Oladipo should be resting tomorrow. He so is. I think, yep, that's uh, already announced. Yep. Yep. I think we can like John Wall. Uh, how do you feel about a Simmons versus the Sacramento matchup and uh, John Wall? Uh, everybody against a Sacramento matchup. There are no, there's no discrimination here up against a Sacramento matchup. Uh, we we party with such things. 8,800 is a big tag for De'Aaron Fox. 8,400 on DraftKings, much nicer looking number for for Ben Simmons. Again, I'm a big fan of guys who don't have to always score the basketball to get there. Uh, I love the ancillary stats. I love on DraftKings where he has triple double upside. Somebody to really kind of lean on. 9,100 is a big number over on FanDuel, but I bet I still get to a tiny bit there. Again, I, I just am always looking to pound people in against Sacramento. Uh, not that I'm a big uh, DVP guy by any means, but I, Darion Fox guarding Ben Simmons just sounds funny to me. A uh, little bit of a size mismatch. So making our way down there. Uh, yeah, the, the, the DeJounte Murray fade, I definitely think I'm on board with that 6,500. I was already a little light on it um, with Derek White. Patty Mills, other guys that kind of were in the mix there, but definitely got there against Steph Curry. Uh, so, so I think this is a good time to to possibly jump off the second time around. But obviously, the upside is there, I suppose. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be light with you. I'm I'm riding that train with you. Uh, I'm curious this Miami situation. I know they're facing the Knicks, and you have that slow paced matchup. But Goran Dragic has already been ruled out, so Kendrick Nunn snuck into the starting lineup. 
He's 5,600 over on DraftKings. Like, that's that's okay by all means, but he's 5K over on FanDuel. So I wanted to to make note of him because that just seems like a advantageous tag for him there. Uh, he's really about as cheap as I would want to go on FanDuel. Everything under 5K looks pretty disgusting. Uh, definitely no Jeff Teague or Peyton Pritchard. That sounds brutal. So Kendrick Nunn, 5K is about as cheap as I'd want to go on FanDuel. Do you agree with that or anybody else you're seeing? Over there on FanDuel, anyone cheaper than Jeff? Uh, I think uh, it's tough. Uh, we'll see what uh, happens with um, Frank Mason's rotation yet again. I like that he played 26 minutes. I know it was a blowout, but Frank Mason, when given the minutes, is someone who can fill it up. Maybe Cole Anthony gets in foul trouble trying to guard Damian Lillard. Could happen. Uh, Frank Mason uh, could get there for you. It's tough to predict foul trouble, but uh, I mean, here, here we are talking about Frank Mason the night before. Dear sweet God, played college basketball for the University of Kansas. I love Google. I, I was trying to remember where I remembered him from, but I, I did see that he was in that Orlando game the other day, and I was very surprised by such things. But yeah, he's sitting there at a, at a reasonable number. Over on DraftKings, his number's 3,300. So sure, take some shots, have fun. Uh, ready to go to shooting guard. Let's ride. Let's ride. Uh, top end there. So James Arden over on FanDuel is 11,000. And then you have a huge drop down to DeMar DeRozan at 8,300. Uh, DeMar is is awesome. He's playing great. And I thought he was going to, I don't know what his final line ended up being, but I know that he didn't have like the third quarter I was maybe looking for. Uh, DeJounte Murray really got there. He got there. Uh, San Antonio against Golden State. Run it back a little bit here with DeMar. I prefer him definitely over going back to Murray. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, 8K against Boston. Tougher matchup, but like Donovan Mitchell, has been, I, I don't know, I think Shaq lit a fire under the guy. Uh, whether he wants to admit it or not, I think I think Shaq has the, of all the people that would maybe be talking shit to you from uh, from the TNT crew, I wouldn't take, like, Charles, I would laugh. Uh, Kenny, I wouldn't really care. I'd be like, oh, cool. But Shaq, I feel like it would affect me. So Donovan Mitchell has the Shaq effect, 8K. Victor Oladipo already resting, and then Gary Trent, 6,600. No thanks on that one. Uh, talk to me about shooting guard. Yeah, shooting card. I think, uh, like you said, Donovan Mitchell has been playing much, much better of late. I was taking on Boston 8K. Uh, it's going to be a decision point between him and DeMar in that range. Uh, obviously, James Harden leads the way there, 11K. I think we can definitely uh, hope for at least a full game. It got blown out against Philly. didn't get north of 30 minutes there. But I think uh, Detroit maybe finds a way to hang in there. Detroit's doing a good job of just hanging in games all year long. Uh, if Detroit hangs in there, you can expect Harden to get upwards of north of 50 fantasy points tomorrow. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, $8,100 versus Boston on DraftKings. Has been really good. Maybe the box score uh, watchers go there. Uh, I'm I'm not that interested at $8,100. I think uh, there is some merit in saving those, uh, saving those $1,600 on DK and uh, $1,400 on Fando to maybe take a unique shot with Wiggins. But shooting guard doesn't have such great options and uh, other value options to consider. Clarkson could get hot at 5K. We know what he can do. Uh, Terrence Ross, uh, $4,500 versus Portland. I like that. Uh, someone who's been very, very uh, inconsistent and not been paying off that price tag. I know people are slowly coming back there. But I think Terrence Ross has an upside versus Portland's uh, pretty uh, terrible defense. And over there on FanDuel, I think, uh, sorry, DraftKings, uh, Seth Curry versus Sacramento, $4,200 definitely sticks out to me. But outside of that, they, uh, the, everything looks pretty not well priced on the site so far. No one, no, not, no really pricing mistakes uh, the way things stand right now. 
I don't really see any either. I mean, we've we've seen a price bump. Like Alec Burks was forty two hundred the other day. I had a little bit of interest in him. Uh, he's still at forty four hundred over on Fanduel, so I guess that's all right. But he's up to fifty two or fifty fifty one hundred over on on DraftKings. So no, Derek White was fifty one hundred today. There was some interest. He's now fifty four hundred. So no, uh, Patty Mills is all the way up to forty four hundred. No. It's it's a difficult position over on DraftKings to really like see somebody down there. Now Bruce Brown is 3800. Obviously that game blew out a little bit. So between him and Joe Harris, I do have some interest in going back to the well on both of them against a bad Detroit team where they should see the full allotment of minutes. So Bruce Brown, I I'm just kind of like writing off that last game for both of them. Bruce Brown did come off the bench though, I believe. So uh he will be having some of that second unit run. Uh wouldn't wouldn't mind to take some shots a little bit there. Joe Harris 62 200 on DraftKings is a big number to be paying. Uh, I'm not sure what he is over on small forward yet as we're as we're going down the line, but uh, 5,100. So definitely prefer him over on FanDuel by a mile. Uh, otherwise, just kind of like middling options. I mean, Wiggins is overpriced 65, uh, but can get there. Uh, Tyler Heroes all the way up to 6,700 in a slow Miami matchup with Drogic out, maybe, but nothing I'm super, super excited on in the position. It feels like spending up, plugging in James Harden and changing around the rest on DraftKings and FanDuel. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a good way to look at things right now. And as we know, things can change during the slate where none of the none of what we've thought leading up to it will matter. So keep in mind with news, follow the news at, at Osmo NBA. Uh, live news are uh, being broke over there. And uh, you'll get alerts, uh, not alerts, you'll get tweets uh, notifying you when projections are changing, uh, ownership projections are changing. So being able to monitor that news in real time is really important. And giving having the data being updated in real time by Alex is a huge, huge benefit for all. Yeah, I felt a little jip today because uh, the Live Before Lock crew, they had it easy. And then we get the Late Slate show and had like 48 things to try to figure out on the fly. And I'm just kind of like, hey, you know, I'm I'm the new guy. I'm trying to I'm trying to adjust some of my own lineup. So I think I'll have to I'll have to figure out some kind of a process to to kind of make that cleaner on my end. But uh, ready to get over to small forward. Let's do it. Let's party. Uh, my guy, my dude. Brandon Ingram sitting at the top end on uh, on both sites, 8,900 on FanDuel, 8,500 on DraftKings. Don't act like I didn't know that this was coming because I absolutely did. There was going to be a day very soon on a on a game that was like not just like a two or a three game slate where Brandon Ingram was the most expensive small forward. I'm glad that we made it. Obviously, Kevin Durant being out helps, but uh, Brandon Ingram's somebody that I've just been so, so high on for so long. 57.9, 45.7 his last two over on FanDuel and DraftKings. You're looking at... Uh, you're looking at a great guy at 8,500 and 8,900. I, I still will have some exposure against this Houston team. Uh, with Oladipo out, too, that definitely helps. Uh, Jimmy Butler, 8,700 against New York. We're seeing him play some pretty darn good ball. Um, we we got 40, yeah, 41.5 in 34 minutes. So it's nice to see those minutes sitting into the mid-30s in some of these close games. High 30s in a couple of them earlier when he put a 52.3 against Charlotte and 45.1 against Washington. This is his second time around going against New York. He had no problem the first time. I'll have some interest. Jalen Brown is 8,400. He's questionable. I think he's probably as true to a 50-50 as you can get. That is a big piece of news on this slate. Obviously against a good defensive team. Uh, obviously gives you interest to some of these other ancillary uh, Celtic pieces, but uh, he's all the way down to 7,500 over on DraftKings. So talk to me about small forward. Yeah, your boy B.I. B.I. is a fine, fine option. I know it's a tough Houston matchup over there, but 
Uh, I'm not saying Brandon Ingram is matchup proof just yet. He has been very impressive. You know the minutes He's are always going to be there. Proof. He's getting he there, is. man. It's Brandon but Ingram. But you know, but you know who uh, doesn't have to worry about a matchup really is Jeremy Grant versus Brooklyn. Jeremy Grant was great against the tough Lakers matchup. Imagine what he could potentially do if he takes 27 shot attempts versus Brooklyn. The so. ceiling is the roof. <laughs> I think Jeremy Jordan. Grant's another option. I think yeah, I. I, I like Jeremy Grant. Kelvin Johnson's down to $5,300. Needs to be considered. I know he's been very disappointing, and there's a uh, Derek White's there. Well, uh, the rotation's not as thin as it used to be over there in San Antonio, but there is a pathway for him to pay off that price tag for sure. Uh, Kelly Oubre was great. Is so far doing really well again. Uh, I think he's at north of 30 fantasy points. The minutes are very uh, consistent now, playing mid-30s nowadays. I think Kelly Oubre Jr., same San Antonio matchup, I think should be considered. Tobias Harris, $8,200 on FanDuel. I think it's Sacramento. Uh, I think that's an asterisk behind it. I think that higher Tobias Harris price tag is fine because of what the matchup is like. Over there versus on drafting Simmons, who has small forward eligibility, $8,400. I like that quite a bit. I think I prefer saving $100 off of Brandon Ingram to uh, Ben Simmons over there. In terms of some pay down options, I think starting Brown's going to – get some ownership yet again just because of he's still low $3,200 I think people are going to go to him again and Kelvin Johnson is 5900 on DK it's okay kind of expensive for me over there for my liking but uh, so other than that I think it's okay to take some flyers on Jalen Brown who always has been uh, pretty consistent over there in Boston and uh, outside of that Let's talk about the other side of that Philadelphia game. How do you feel about Buddy Heald at $6,800? Not Buddy Heald. We're going to talk about Harrison Barnes, who should have won me more money than he did the other night. Uh, Harrison Barnes coming off of a dud is like the best time to be playing this version of Harrison Barnes. Uh, I'm biased to all my Ames, Iowa people. He's basically an Iowa Stater in in that respect, uh, although he obviously went to North Carolina. Uh, Harrison Barnes, 6900 He came off an absolute dud, as I said, 21.9 against the Clippers, only shot the ball seven times. When Buddy Heald gets it going, he just kind of like turns into a black hole, and it's really frustrating and all of those things. But you beat this Philly team at the forward position. Uh, Joel Embiid's a great defender. Ben Simmons is a great defender. So those, you know, sitting on the point guard center positions. Uh, Philadelphia is 26th. They are not very good in defending the small forward position. So I just want to let it be known. I'm not huge into defensive ranks, uh, defensive rates, but in terms of like my favorite run back, yeah, I would have maybe a little bit of Buddy Heald interest. That that would be fine. Uh, He's 6,300 over on FanDuel. Over on on DraftKings, you're looking at, uh, what is his price? Yeah, 6,800. I would rather save a couple bucks. I'd rather go down to 400 bucks to Harrison Barnes and take some shots there. It's kind of my that's kind of my stance on him. I'm sticking to it. I'll I'll go to the grave on it. Uh, Toscano Anderson is all the way up to 5K, uh, playing big big minutes. I don't I don't think you need to be going there. Uh, we're always trying to look to punt small forward, but I think there'll be some other options that should make themselves available. I'll be serious to see, or I'll be curious to see how all of this. Um, how all of this value, I mean, we've lost the the value we used to have with Portland. They're no longer going to be there. I'm not going to have much Rodney Hood or any of those guys uh, at that position just because 
um, everybody's back at this point. And I guess Nasir Little is now questionable. So that just adds a whole nother muckery to it. Carmelo Anthony's up to 5,700 on FanDuel. But Keldon Johnson is still 5,300. Joe Harris is 5,100 on FanDuel. Both of those feel like good places to land over on FanDuel. Joe Ingles, 4,500. He was crazy popular the other day, but I'm probably going to be light on that too. Anybody else you want to talk about before we close out small forward? No, I think uh, you hit on all all of the key points and key players. And as always, news will change the small forward position in a hurry. Sounds like we're making an excuse, but I swear to God to you that we have no idea what's going to break tomorrow morning. And so we're just talking speculation in terms of like what our favorite, our preferred plays would be. Obviously there's going to be news like this morning. I had no idea that Chris Paul wasn't going to play, but that makes Devin Booker like my favorite play on the entire slate. So you know, you got to look at things like that. So keep context, uh, keep logic on uh, on the up and up. Speaking of logic, it is only logical that you check out Osmo.com slash join NBA. How is that for a segue? I liked that one. Osmo.com slash join NBA. We have packages starting at $4.95. All you got to do is head over there, take a look at some of the different offers that we have. We have Osmo Plus, Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, you can add the optimizer on Fantasy Cruncher, which Rinpak and I use every single day to help build our lineups on multiple sites. As we're going through different things, it is it is literally an ingrained part of our process to be jumping over to Fantasy Cruncher. And uh, you have Alex Baker, you have Steve Buzzard, you have some of these guys showing you how to use these tools, how to better utilize optimizers, how to help you craft lineups that can win tournaments, not just guessing and trying to land on the the perfect combination with the perfect uh, amount of variance or unique lineups or unique players, excuse me, uh, and randomness and. Don't don't try to do that. Learn how to use the tools for yourself. Check out some of those game plan videos. All you got to do is go to Osmo.com slash join NBA and uh, stop guessing and start winning. Uh, let's get to the top of power forward over on FanDuel. We've got Jason Tatum, 9,700. Obviously, that Jalen Brown news is gigantic in terms of how much you would want to have of Jason Tatum. He can still get there. He got there in, against Sacramento, and Jalen Brown pretty much played that entire game. Uh, but 9700 looks a lot better to pay if you have Jalen Brown sitting against Utah, and you would obviously need him to play well in order for Boston to have any shot in that game uh, with Utah playing as well as they are. Julius Randle's kind of been a little bit sneaky of late. Uh, put up 52.1 the other day. Uh, I I don't know. I th- he was more owned than I thought he would be, um, but I, he still wasn't owned nearly as much as he pro- maybe should have been, I, I guess, is kind of the way of putting that. 9K against Miami, good spot to be coming into. Bam Adebayo, 8,800. Somebody that I've had a tough time trying to peg uh, with, with Jimmy Butler back. Obviously had a fantastic outing against the same New York team. 38 minutes, 49.7 FanDuel points. Definitely have a little bit of interest there. And then Zion Williamson. 8,400 has been playing so, so good of late. Uh, This whole Pelicans team has looked a lot better, especially from a fantasy standpoint. 45.3 against Memphis, uh, and then the two games before that went for that 32-minute and 48.4 fantasy point outing on FanDuel. So Zion Williamson, somebody I'll have a lot of interest to. Oh, I should add in Draymond Green because he's just playing the five for Golden State with massive minutes, so probably, probably sling him in too. Talk to me about power forward. Power forward position, we saw what Julius Randle did in the same Miami matchup. Uh, thing we can definitely consider him. He's been pretty rock solid all year long. And same with Zion Williamson, man. If you look at his box score, he will not get you below 35 fantasy points, it feels like. And he will not get you above 45 fantasy points, it feels like. Uh, it's against Houston. I think we can go to Zion if you're like 
not trying to get too risky in a spot. He's the last person in, and you got eight two hundred dollars. I would. I, I don't mind Zion. I I really like Jeremy Grant's seven K price tag versus Brooklyn. I think uh, his explosion spot against the Lakers could definitely happen again. I know that game went to double o- overtime, but we know what Jeremy Grant is. New role is in Detroit all year long. Shot volume has uh, kind of. Went a little low there. Uh, they were getting a little blown out. But if um, Detroit hangs in there, Jeremy Grant can do really well. Other options in the power forward spot to consider uh, in terms of some value spending down options. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, uh, if uh, Rudy Gay Rudy Gay can put uh, yeah if Rudy's, Rudy Gay is going to play on the back to back $4,600. I think we can consider him. And uh, as crazy as it sounds, 5K Blake Griffin versus this uh, Brooklyn Nets matchup. No, I think uh, I Wrong. think uh, there there it could happen. I'm saying in GPPs, if you want to take a few shots, I'm saying like if you're building 50, I think you can have at least one. Oh wow, Eric is just gonna I'm rip gonna off the headset. I'm gonna leave this place. So what I was doing to Draymond Green pre Kevon Looney, that's the same feeling that I have about Blake Griffin. Can I? I'm not going to say box score watching is like the say all end all, but like we saw one game against the Lakers, you know, like a, like a, like a Lakers team without Anthony Davis. If I do recall 35.6, otherwise the last like five, I mean, the guy looks like he's just lumbering out there. It is so hard to watch right now, especially being a guy that went to a lot of Clippers games back when they were just kind of like starting to be on the up and up when I moved out here because they were cheaper than going to Lakers games and I couldn't afford to go to Lakers games. And so I was just going to the Clippers as many times as I could. And Blake Griffin basically watched him grow up. This is not Blake Griffin. This is something else and I don't enjoy it, but I know it's Brooklyn. So you're looking at the best matchup you possibly can, a team that plays no defense and now is probably going to have Jeff Green on him. But I still think Jeff Green will be able to stay in front of Blake Griffin. And that's so sad to say out loud. I don't know what to do about it. So sure, go ahead, have fun. Uh, Daniel Tice didn't start the last game for, for the Celtics. So him and Tristan Thompson, both 47 and 4,900 over on FanDuel. I'm not sure what their ownership is going to be. And I don't really care. I'm probably going to just be fading both of them at this point, uh, kind of neutral prices. I liked it when Tristan was under 4k. That was fun, but those days are over. It seems like, uh, I guess there's two people that I kind of want to bring up to you because I'm curious what your stand is going to be on it. So Orlando is kind of an interesting situation with Aaron Gordon out here. Uh, we have Aminu, who's possibly going to be coming back for Orlando. Al Farouk Aminu is going to be back at 3100 over on DraftKings. Uh, I know it seems strange, but like anything around three or 3100 is an interesting thing. Could he play 18 minutes, knock down some threes, do something random? I really enjoyed rostering him in Portland. And he's playing Portland, and he's coming back. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I wonder, how, why that, I wonder why that injury timeline uh, lined up like that. Uh, it's a lower body injury. I do expect some sort of minutes limit. Uh, if we if we hear anything from the coaching staff, I think that's something that will play a key role in what we do with Aminu. I, I like your processor. I know there's some studs that we need to consider, but it's it would be tough for me to even go there just because a guy coming off an injury and I would have to read into like some coaching interviews if him like speaking to this media or something so we can get some more insight on what the minutes are going to look like. If Aminu's going to play mid 20s minutes uh i mean if you remember i mean the clear boom or bust uh dfs player like the guy could go for four yep or he can go for 40 uh that's who, who he is uh we'll see though i think 
Uh, I just I, I saw it, it and I got nostalgic. To... I think I got nostalgic for 2017 DFS is what I got. Yeah, I mean there was there was the um, uh, Golden State series in the second round where Aminu really oh. went off, and that there was a signature Curry game where Curry was going to be limited, and then Sean Livingston got tossed out. And Curry comes in, and that game goes to overtime, and went off for forty plus. I think one of Curry's best playoff games Ugh. in that um, in his career. But that was uh, Aminu had a great series that year. Um, really, kind of made a name for himself. Amazing defender. Uh, we'll see how he ends up doing in the rest of the way in Orlando. And then uh, I think uh, the last guy I was going to bring up was Sadiq Bay, thirty four hundred over on DraftKings. I guess he's the absolute flat min on Fanduel at small forward. So he was somebody against Brooklyn. Has played back to back twenty six minute games. Uh, I would strongly prefer him to Blake Griffin, but just wanted to get your take on him as well. Yeah, I think if you're taking a bunch of uh, shots in GPPs uh, for if Detroit were to get blown out, you you should be expecting Bay to get some blowout run. I think there's definitely some merit for him at thirty four hundred dollars where. We want to pay up for some centers that we're going to talk about um, coming up, and uh, there's some. Uh, I think I think it, we might be not needing all the value. I think we've talked about some nice balanced uh, players at some mid-tier pricing. Uh, maybe balance build is going to be something that to look into tomorrow. But every slate, uh, it comes down to the news and the value that breaks throughout the day. I think uh, over there in the centers, before we hop on over, there's a guy in Joel Embiid who seems to be one of my favorite players on the slate. Yeah, I would I would have to agree with you there. Also, for those of you who say Rinpak doesn't know basketball, holy crap, was that going back in the time machine and pulling out a beauty without Farouk Amino? Oh, my God. Uh, Aminu, excuse me. He's... he's- Oh, man, you're you're a genius. Anyway, sitting top end, Joel Embiid, 10500 over on DraftKings, 10600 over on FanDuel. I'm just going to go back and forth with some of the pricing. Uh, we get down to Nikola Vucevic at 8900 over on DraftKings. He's 8700 over on FanDuel. We have seen him take over, just completely take over this offense. He now gets a date with one... Uh, and his canner. Oh man, I just I just processed how great this is. He's gonna be crazy popular, and he should be. So that'll be an enjoyable thing. Rudy Gobert, eighty five hundred up against this Boston front court that I don't really think has a lot of resistance for him. But Derek Favors is one of the best center backups in basketball. He's been playing great of late too. They basically just split. They split the minutes exactly. So it's two thirds to Gobert and one third to Favors. So it's tough to like really see Gobert get to that seventy point five that we saw for upside against Dallas back when Favors was ruled out. So that's the only way that I would really be going to to uh, to Gobert over those guys over on, over on FanDuel. And then Bam Adebayo, 8,700 over on DraftKings. Uh, and Ennis Kanner, 7,200 over on FanDuel. We'll finish it out there and let you talk about the top end to center. Man, uh, DK seems like a Vooch Embiid center utility build. Um, it's t- it's going to, I like that where that might look uh, with the way things stand right now. Both have potential to put up north of 60 fantasy points. Seems like a good starting point. Vooch, we already saw what he could do uh, to the Chicago front court. And uh, 70, I don't think he'll get 77 fantasy points. But, man, you, you've got to hope that he can at least get a 50 against Ian Scanner. He totally so, could. Totally could. And Embiid, and Embiid, on the other hand, same goes to him. Taking on Rashawn Holmes, his former teammate. Embiid has uh, played well against Sacramento throughout his career. Put up. 59, 56, 62 fantasy points the last three times he's played Sacramento. I think Embiid is an ultimate smash spot, obviously one of the MVP front runners. Embiid is someone who I'll be paying up on both sides. I think on FanDuel, uh, where you have to where center, you just kind of have to get it right. And Embiid is a nice 10-6, and while also 10-5 on DK. Both um, 
both fine options. I do expect them to be both fairly popular. Uh, other value options to uh, consider. DeMarcus Cousins taking on the Pelicans. If he plays, uh, maybe... I'm looking up right now to see if he's played on a back-to-back this year. Continue. Yeah. It'll be uh, something to consider just because he burned us, and I think if he's going to get no no minutes restriction, but... So he played played a back-to-back on January 22nd and 23rd. So I believe that's his only back-to-back he's had this entire year. I would have to expect against the Pelicans specifically he's going to go. 6K on FanDuel is still just such an egregious price. There's no words. At least we have some merit at 7,400 where there's other guys to go to. Yeah, I mean, if you remember after that trade, him and AD were just a ball in New Orleans. Uh, It was tough to see him go down there. Um, It was tough. Very tough to see him. And DeMarcus Cousins, 6K on FanDuel. I think we're going to have to like that price tag again if he's going to go get the full run. But $8,700 Vucevic just stands out so, so well. Be tough to go away from Vooch, Embiid, and Cousins over there on FanDuel. Those kind of seem the three center options to go to. Is there anyone else that you would be willing to, let's say, take some flyers on? A Mitchell Robinson at 5K. But, man, there's like it doesn't feel like it's necessary when you have such good options. It's really not, but uh, I I liked him today. I expect him to possibly be more popular tomorrow. Jakob Podol, his price actually went down to 5500 on FanDuel. Uh, basically, my logic for it was Kevon Looney is out. Uh, you already had Wiseman, who's out. And Draymond Green, who's six foot six, he's six six, is playing the five for Golden State. Toscano Anderson is playing the four, has some capabilities to maybe go whatever, but he's six six. It is such a small, small front court for this Golden State team that I'm going to like big centers with with some kind of post utility. We saw Jakob Podol in Toronto when he got a lot of run. Um, you know, when he was he would have some massive fantasy outputs for them uh, back in the day. And so for me, it was just basically a guy that I had some some memories of back in that situation. Now with Aldridge out, I think he could possibly put up another big outing. I believe he had 26 at halftime today. I didn't see what that final number ended up being, but uh, I, I would feel feel good about going back that direction even though i hadn't gotten him right all year up until this point yeah i think that that's a very solid solid point but man if you were to play one lineup and I'm you're not playing Jakob total no you're not doing that no are you doing would you go would you go vooch and beat or uh, i think Embiid is playing line. such an unbelievable He's playing unbelievable, and I I think he's just under-owned every single slate. I think I've been feeling that way for a while now, that Embiid is been... I mean, this is the best version of Embiid that I have ever seen. He does everything for this Philadelphia team. Usage usage is outrageous. Uh, Ben Simmons is never, like, a super high-usage guy anyway, but, like, uh, he's definitely not hurt by Ben Simmons in any any way, shape, or form creating. So uh, I love 10-6 over on FanDuel, making him kind of the contrarian spend-up over Vooch. Uh, 10,500 pairing him with Vooch is going to be popular, but, man, it's going to be really hard not to do that a lot tomorrow. Yeah, I think that's the way things stand right now. I think the center spot seems like the utility. We're going to spend two up, pay up for two centers on the center utility spot on DK. Uh, we'll see what what value opens up. Maybe there's a low price center that comes into play, but I still am going to prefer these two guys quite a bit. And uh, for those who, who are listening for the first time, thank you so much. Appreciate you guys tuning in. If you are listening, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast. Those mean a lot to us. Uh, your reviews have been great so far. And we've been giving out some prizes for some of, some of the reviews. So make sure to shout out me and Eric over there. We appreciate you guys' support. We are out, guys. I'm just going to roll. This is, this is it. This is the end of the podcast. We'll see you guys again on Wednesday. Bye.